1: What is going on, Colts Nation? And welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Cody here, and joining me uh, from the Inside the Horseshoe podcast, we got our friend Matt back on it. Matt, how are you doing, man? With the whole draft being over, we finally know who the quarterback is. We finally know who who the Colts are picking. How are you doing, man?
2: I'm doing good. You know, just uh, you know, getting ready for you know training camp and you know some of the other mini camps that are going to happen throughout the year. Very excited about the new guys coming in. Should be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, very much looking forward to uh, that whole thing. And and guys, if you notice by the topic of the video, we're going to kind of be in having a little bit of a debate here. We're going to kind of present some pros and cons for the new Indianapolis Colts quarterback of the future, Anthony Richardson, who the Colts took fourth overall in this draft. And so wanted to kind of start with some of the cons, because there are a little bit of, of both here. wanted to start with some of the cons to why some people maybe think that, um, you know, maybe Richardson shouldn't start right away. I think the first thing you got to say, Matt, is, you know, it's going to probably likely be tough early on for Anthony Richardson, because he does have a lack of experience, you know, even at the collegiate level, just a lack of, you know, starting reps, if you will. And so it's probably not going to be super pretty. It's definitely not going to be Andrew Luck in 2012. It's not going to be, you know... Some of these guys and even some quarterbacks that were a lot more refined coming out of college struggled early on. So it's more than likely going to be probably a little bit tough for Anthony Richardson right away. If he were were to start, the team might struggle. He'll probably have his share of struggles as well. Um, And you just kind of wonder, like, are you okay with that? What are your overall thoughts, man, uh, when it comes to the whole idea um of you know Anthony Richardson kind of maybe being that guy but there might be some struggles early on
2: Yeah no overall I I do agree it's going to be really tough for him early on he's played 13 games as a starter in college you know he's 20 years old I mean we saw Trevor Lawrence's rookie year you know a lot of people expected him to be the best prospect since Andrew Luck and John Elway and he had a lot of issues early on now granted he had Urban Meyer as his head coach. So that's obviously going to cause a lot of issues, but still, you know, he's considered one of the better prospects at quarterback coming out of college. You know, I mean, you had guys like Colin cowherd after his freshman year saying, Hey, he should be entering a draft now. That's how good he was considered. So there's obviously going to be a lot of, uh, you know, there's gonna be trouble early on some tough times for Anthony Richardson when he's out there on the field, he's going to make a lot of mistakes and, you know, like there's, you know, going to be things he's going to have to learn on the fly that he's just going to have to adjust. Like his footwork is something he's going to have to work on. And that I think is going to be a problem early on for him. So I do agree. It's going to be really tough early on if he goes out there and starts from day one. Yeah. And again, we will
1: see, you know, what happens there. But it will be definitely there will be the sheriff struggles like you talked about with Richardson. I mean, Um, that's just kind of the nature of it, especially as a rookie and especially, especially because of the lack of experience there, all quarterbacks, no matter who it would be probably coming in as rookies, will have their fair share of struggles. So, I mean, it's just a little, probably a little bit more with the guy that hasn't played hardly at all. Um, definitely at the college level and and obviously the NFL level as well. So, um, that will be definitely something that would be a con right away would just be that. Um, But you do kind of wonder with that, and the Colts are going to have to obviously weigh this. Um, Anthony Richardson seems like a guy that's super confident in his abilities, super confident in the things that he knows he can do well, but also is very aware, I think, of the things that he needs to do better in, the things he needs to grow in. And uh, I just kind of wonder, like, you know, if it does get tough, does that potentially impact his confidence, right? We've seen quarterbacks that have been thrown out there from day number one And, you know, they got beat up, they got hit, they got, you know, they made a lot of mistakes and their confidence just took us, you know, it just plummeted. Their sky, it just completely went from here all the way down. And you do wonder like if that happens and the Colts really do struggle and Richardson really is having a hard time, could that potentially affect his confidence in the negative?
2: Yeah. And like social media is, you know, going to play a big factor in that too, if he's starting to lose his confidence because, you know, unlike when Peyton Manning played, you know, his rookie year. And unlike when some of these other guys, you know, that were able to develop and improve as their careers went on, you know, like in the early 2000s, social media wasn't a big factor at all. Like, it just wasn't, you know, I mean, you look at, like, just an example, uh, not a player, but like Marcus Freeman, you know, when he was coaching, he would be on social media all the time. And he talked about how after, you know, their first game with him as defensive coordinator at notre dame where everybody was saying oh you're terrible you stink why would you do this it he had to throw away social media he had to like force himself to be off of it because you know he knows it can affect him mentally and you know anthony richardson could be you know super confident in you know, training camp but when he's going through issues you know there's going to be fans out there saying some really bad things and mean things about him you know, that could affect him too, where he'd be like, oh, maybe they're right. You know, maybe I'm not good and stuff. And what the coaches need to do is they got to be there and they got to watch him and they got to watch his confidence. And if he starts to look like he's losing it, they got to go in there and hype him up and just reassure him that, hey, you're going to have issues early on. All rookies are going to have issues early on. You know, Peyton Manning didn't just become one of, if not the greatest quarterback of all time this rookie year. He had... And I believe he still has the record for most interceptions thrown by a rookie uh, in a season. So, you know, like confidence could definitely be affected. And if it does look like it's going to be affected a little bit, the coaches have to step in and help him. Uh, Hopefully, you know, he's somebody that realizes, hey, there's issues. Obviously, there's going to be problems early on, but I can get better from this. So confidence definitely can be affected.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, with any young guy, especially Richardson, be 21 years old by the time the season starts. He definitely doesn't seem like the typical 21 year old, though, Matt. He definitely seems like a guy. He's got a really good head on his shoulders. It feels like he's he's not going to really let the outside dictate kind of who he is. But with any young guy, it does bear monitoring um, because you know, it's not it's not if they will struggle. It's when they will struggle. And how do yeah. you deal with that? How do they deal with that? And how do they come back from that? And how do they respond? And obviously, the Colts spent a ton of time with these guys and Richardson, especially, um, you know, asking them these questions. And he did go through some hard times last year in Florida, you know, with the kind of you know, the mediocre record, not great stats at times, some really hard games that he played. So, you know, hopefully that's a good indication to them that he's a guy that can handle it. He's a guy that will learn from it. He won't take it too hard. You know, just kind of like with so many different positions, right? You you know, you have to move on. You can't just stay back on the things you didn't do well. You move forward. you on to the next one, right? So hopefully Mm -hmm. that's the case here with Richardson um, and the Colts will obviously just have to monitor that as it goes along. Uh, My last thing I want to kind of talk about as well is just, you know, if both of them, Richardson and Minshew—they're competing for that starting spot, and is just not ready. He's just—he's not there. Like it's clear to everybody in that room, in that locker room, in that coaching staff that Gardner Minshew, at the time, is the better quarterback option for the Colts. You know, and and the—and the Colts elect to go with Richardson anyways. Could that potentially negatively impact the locker room? Like, I know everybody's excited for Richardson, but. You know, you preach competition, you preach the best players going to play. And I understand that Richardson fully, you know, he's a guy that's, you know, your first round rookie versus a guy you signed on a one year deal, but like, could that potentially be, you know, for especially for some of those veterans who they don't have five to ten years, right? They have the, right. the immediate now, like the DeForest mm-hmm. buckners of the world, those kind of guys that like they want to win now. I mean, everybody wants to win now, but like they don't have as much leeway as some of the other guys on the roster. So like how would they view that? You know, like how would they view that? I guess it's just something that could potentially be a negative that you could lose some of those vets. You could, you you know, you could run into a situation last year where you had guys asking to be traded away. Like, I'm not saying that's going to happen or not, but that potentially could be something that if he, if it's very clear to everybody uh, one way that Minshew's better at that point and you go to elect to go with Richardson, despite the fact that he's not there, Could that hurt, you know, some of the locker room morale with some of those older guys?
2: Yeah, I mean, that definitely could be a con too with Minshew uh, not starting, even if Minshew is better because and I I know we talked about earlier before we started recording, but it's almost like a transfer situation where you'll have a player that transfers from another school, they'll come in and let's say they're not as good as another player that plays their position. But if you go with the transfer as a starter, it can cause some issues in the locker room where they're like, hey, uh, we know our guy's better. We know this guy is better than this guy. Why are you not playing the better player? It doesn't seem like you want to win as much. And I know it's not exactly the same, you know, when it comes to transfers compared to draft picks, but there could be a lot of players that are at the point like, let's say, the Force Buckner and Leonard and all these guys that are, you know, 28, 29 years old and they just they want to win now. If they see Minshew and they think he's better than Richardson, if you go with Richardson, that could cause some issues with with some of the older guys. Now, there could be some vets that'll be like, Look, we understand this is for, you know, the betterment of the team. Maybe not right now, but for the next five to ten years. So Some players might understand it, but there definitely could be some players that wouldn't be happy if they went with Richardson, even if Minshew was the better player.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely, I could see that. You know, I could see that being the case. If I was a vet, I could see both sides of it, I think, honestly. It's like, Mm -hmm. on one hand, you want to win now, but also, the future is now. So, I don't know if that would be an issue, but it definitely, I think, bears monitoring nonetheless. Well, let's Mm -hmm. move into some of the pros now, because, you know, there are a lot of pros. We obviously know Anthony Richardson, the athletic freak he is, broke all those combine records. He's got a little bit of everything. He's got the size, the speed, the athleticism, everything. Um, But in terms of Richardson, I think like if out of all these quarterbacks, if you think of it like like a like a piece of clay, if you will, right. I think he is the one prospect that he is because of his lack of experience, he has so much he can be molded. He is like the most moldable, you know, clay, if you will, of any of these quarterbacks, right? He's not set in his ways like maybe some of these other quarterbacks are just because he hasn't had that experience. And so I kind of look at that and I say, you know what? Like he can be taught a lot of these things. We've already seen him get better. And again, he has a long way to go. He's not near where he should be, but he definitely has already shown it. I mean, from what we've seen, he's better than he was last year at Florida. And so he he has this drive man to get better every day, which I think is a great mindset. Um, And he knows that, yes, he has the ability, but he also knows he needs to develop a lot in his game. And so for that, I think, the pro, yeah, while you know, it's a pro and a con here, and the con we talked about, the first one, yeah. it's probably going to be tough early on. He's going to have his struggles. But yeah. with that being said, the best way that Anthony Richardson, in my opinion, can become the best quarterback he can become and develop as a quarterback is to play early and to play often. I really do think that that is the best way to go because experience, Matt, is the best <laughs> teacher.
2: Yeah, definitely. And I know there's some teams that are, you know, they have the mindset of, well, let's not throw this guy out there right away. You know, let, let's play somebody else until that guy is ready. You know, like Carolina is one that comes to mind where they're like, yeah, we might not play Bryce Young right away. We might go Andy Dalton, but then eventually when Bryce is ready, we'll go with him. I I think they're going to go Bryce week one. I think that's honestly coach talk. I think they're just saying that to say it, but I I don't like the idea of just playing a vet and waiting until you feel the rookie is ready to go out there because the only way for this guy to improve as fast as he could is if you throw him out there right away, week one. Yes, Anthony Richardson is going to make mistakes. He's obviously going to do that. Every rookie is going to make mistakes, okay? Like Peyton Manning didn't become one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time by sitting on the bench until he was ready. He went out there. He still has the record for most interceptions thrown by a rookie in a season. He made a lot of mistakes. But we saw, as the season progressed, and we saw at the end of the season, this guy could be a really, really good quarterback. And clearly, Peyton Manning was. Anthony Richardson's going to make mistakes. I mean, look at Trevor Lawrence, another example, where a lot of people looked at him, said he should have came out after his freshman year, uh, talking about Colin Cowherd there, but a lot of people considered him one of the best prospects since Andrew Luck, John Elway, Peyton Manning, and he had a lot of issues too. But as he was playing, as he developed, you know, on the field, he got better. He got better pretty quick, and obviously, after this past season, a lot of people consider him a top five, top ten quarterback. And you know, the year prior, nobody thought that at all. So I think for Anthony Richardson, the best way for him to improve and improve fast is for him to be out there on the field. He's not going to get better holding a clipboard. Yes, issues will happen for sure, but he's going to get used to the game. He's going to develop, and I think that's the best way for him to improve. So I definitely agree with that being a pro.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: And I think also another pro to having Richardson play out there from day number one It's just the fact that, you know, all these receivers that the Colts have, their top three guys Mm -hmm. ideally, are going to be all 25 years old or younger. And so, you know, especially Josh Downs coming out, you know, as a rookie as well, you know, you develop that chemistry often, you know, early and often with these receivers. And also guys like Jelani Woods and Kylan Granson and all those young tight ends the Colts have there, right? They have a chance to develop with their future at quarterback right away. Right. And they have a chance to to build that camaraderie. I mean, we saw it even from year number one, Matt. You know, Andrew Luck and T. Y. Hilton. We saw what that became right away. Yeah. Right. We saw with Peyton Manning right away with Marvin Harrison. You know, like he did and, and Reggie Wayne. Like these guys, like they mm-hmm. developed together. And and that's what I think the Colts are trying to do here and they need to do. And that's a pro why you would bring in uh and start Richardson week one is because he needs to build this chemistry with these guys now. Right. He needs to you need to see what you got with these guys and, you know, the types of receivers that work well with Richardson, the type of guys you want to get around him to maximize the most out of him. And so I think just that chemistry alone with these receivers is definitely a pro for why you want him out there.
2: There's like little things that receivers and quarterbacks, they learn about each other, just little little tricks that they can use on the field that they don't have to say anything. They just both know it. Like, they both know where one is going, where that ball is going, all that fun stuff. I mean, you look at Andrew Luck. Like, Andrew Luck could just throw it 50 yards down the field. It didn't matter where. And at first, you would see that ball and you'd be like, well, what is he doing? That There's nobody there. And then all of a sudden, T.Y. Hilton comes out of nowhere and catches it. It's just, there's things you learn that chemistry is very important between the quarterback and receiver. That's why when Wentz got here, um, we were all worried when he had that injury in uh training camp, we were worried that he was going to miss a ton of time because he needed to form that chemistry with receivers and, you know, yeah, you're going to form that chemistry in training camp as well. But, you know, as you play, as you continue to play together, there's just, like I said, there's little things that you're going to learn about one another on the field that it's going to go a long way. So, Again, it's that chemistry, it's that development with one another. I mean, it's not just with the receivers. I mean, you look at Johnson Taylor. It's the way that you hand the ball off, or the way you're going to do a play action with one another. You know, with Taylor and Zach Moss, and you know Evan Hole and all these uh, running backs that they potentially will have on the roster. There's just things they're going to learn together, like with Jelani Woods, him being six, what six twenty or whatever, him being super tall. Um, you know, having him. And uh, Richardson on the field together, just with that size, Richardson's going to learn as they play together each week where to put that ball. Like, where is the right place to put the ball to where only uh, Jelani Woods can get it? Like, there's little things they're going to learn just with that and just little tricks as well. So yeah, I agree with you. Chemistry is very important.
1: Absolutely, and then I think just the final thing, and this is more just like for fan base. I mean, this fan base, uh, the last year and a half to two years, especially, they've been so tough on this fan base. I mean, it's been one of the hardest things. Just it feels like just recycling quarterback after quarterback, and just kicking the can down the road another week, another year, and you know, we, we were hoping last year with Matt Ryan, it would be more than a one year thing. Obviously, didn't work out that way. Matt Ryan was. You know, I think the worst of the options you brought in so far, uh, which is crazy, um, considering the fact that you couldn't ship off uh, quick enough. But Mm -hmm. with that being said, I think, you know, just the rejuvenation of the fan base, while it may not be pretty early on, and there certainly will be the haters, there'll be the people that that are upset, you know, they're like, we should have taken Will Levis, or whatever it is, you know, you hear him, you see him on Twitter, whatever. Yep, there's one guy. Yeah, we know who that is, Um, (laughs) but anyway... Regardless of how you do record wise, I think just like the team's going to be fun because you're going to have that youth at quarterback, that rejuvenation of the fan base. And the big Mm -hmm. thing, Matt, is you're going to have hope for the first time in years when it comes to the quarterback.
2: position yeah and i mean this kind of reminds me even though i'm not a pacers fan it reminds me of the pacers situation where that the fan base for the pacers they realize oh yeah look odds are we're not gonna be that great but they're clearly building to something they're getting young and you know it it makes everybody excited every fan base when you know you're going through issues you know over a certain amount of years when you finally decide hey we're gonna get younger in this area. It can really get a fan base pumped. Well, yes, there's going to be some fans that are going to just crap on Richardson and on this team in general. Like you said, there's going to be the Will Levis guys. Um, There's the one on Twitter. Everybody knows if you're on Colts Twitter uh, for any amount of time. I'm not going to, you know, say because I, I I mean, I like the guys just, you know, it's just crazy. Will Levis is not my number one choice to. Yeah, Will Levis is my number one choice. OK, Um but there's gonna be people that will be like, Oh, Richardson's terrible. We should have took Hendon Hooker. We should have mm-hmm. took Will Levis. We should have took Tanner McKee. Um Jake Hayner, you know, guys like that. Um, there will be fans that will be like, Oh, take Richardson out, take so and so out. They're terrible. They're they're people that don't understand development and stuff like that. They they expect the best right now. They're they're not willing to, you know just like, wait. But like you said, just getting a rookie quarterback, look at any post on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and you see all these fans that are just pumped and excited. And look, yeah, they might be excited even with Garner Minshew out there. But if you put Richardson out there, the first time he runs on the field, that that stadium is going to go ballistic. Everybody's going to be so pumped. Again, most people are going to realize, yeah, we're not winning a Super Bowl this year. A lot of fans are like, I hope we suck because we can get Marvin Harrison Jr. or Joe Alt, which <laughs> I mean, I'd be happy with Joe Alt personally. Have him and Nelson together, my lord. But uh <laughs> no, I mean, it, like you said, just the fans being excited, that's another benefit to having Richardson out there. Um You know, I think most of us agree not going to be a great year, but it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. And I think us as the fans are excited just to see just let it rip. I want to see Anthony Richardson just throw bombs like, look, let him throw bombs like let him throw a 75 yard pass. (laughs) to Josh Downs. You want to talk about how excited everybody will be? You throw that 50 to 75 yard just Ham Canyon like or whatever like because apparently cannon, yeah. Richardson has a ham yep. cannon right like you throw <laughs> the ham eighty five yards down the field the Josh Downs everybody's gonna go ballistic they're gonna go nuts it's gonna be fun I will be at the first game the first home game the first preseason home game I will be at that because I just know these fans are gonna be pumped like yes get to Lucas Oil Stadium at four o'clock in the morning because <laughs> everybody's going to be pumped at touchdown town or whatever it's called
1: i tell you what man we are depraved especially last year of vertical passing so if yes. Anthony Richardson comes out there week one and throws a 70 yard touchdown fans are going to lose it like <laughs> it's going to be incredible I, and like that's what we need that's what fans have I, needed that's what fans have been deprived yeah. of uh especially last year when we couldn't yeah. throw a pass Throw a pass, you know, past what 20 yards or something. Yeah. You know, we just need that. And it's just like, that's just the hope of this it's fan like, base. And we've needed it for so long. And there's finally, you know, he may throw a 70 yard pass and then throw the dumbest interception you've ever seen. Yeah. Like, he may do that, <laughs> but like, it's at like least cool. you have a hope you know yeah
2: it's like every time matt ryan threw a ball 30 yards or further i was afraid that his arm was going to dislocate and just pop off and it was going to fly with the ball i was (laughs) terrified that was going to happen it was going to smack frank reich in the face yeah Uh, but no i i still look like even though we make jokes about matt ryan the guy is just first class just you know like he you know i'm sure he was upset when he got benched but you know, he put that to the side and was, like, helping Ellinger and just, you know, like, you, you got to give him credit for that. And I, I do believe if Matt Ryan came to Indianapolis a year or two prior. I think we'd be having a much different conversation. I think, especially with how different the offensive line was from, like, two years ago to now, I think if you put Matt Ryan there, you probably would have different results. But, yeah, like, he couldn't really throw a ball more than 30 yards down the field. Um you know, I, I guess I had to be at the stadium for him to be able to do something successfully when it came to throwing a football more than 20 yards. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just excited. Look, I want Anthony Richardson first play. Please, Shane Steichen, first pass. Let it be a 95 yard bomb. Let <laughs> let him just rip it. Let him rip it. Okay, obviously, I want to see him throw the the fade outs and like the the shorter passes, you know, those tough, like you got to put in the right spot, you know five to ten yards down the field like just barely over his shoulder at the sideline I want to see him make some tough passes like that but I want that 85 yard cannon of an arm I want him to throw that ball so far I want him to throw it into the stands at one point and let a fan catch the ball <laughs> okay that's what I want to see 80 yards and it lands in my hands that's what I want <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, it, I think you're not alone there. Just fans want to see something different, see something fresh, something young and yeah. exciting, and I don't blame them. Uh, I'm the same way. you know. After having to basically pour bleach in our eyes last year watching this mm-hmm. Colts offense, it is definitely going to be a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. For better or for worse this year, it's definitely going to be a, a well, breath of fresh air in terms of I'll the I'll hope. I'll tell there. you what,
2: though. I guarantee you we won't blow a 34 nothing lead at halftime.
1: Oh gosh!
2: I guarantee we I, won't I honestly do that.
1: Blocked that whole season out at this <laughs> or thirty-one
2: nothing, whatever it was. Uh, oh, yeah. I was sleeping when the Colts were doing their thing. You know, I was asleep and I woke up and I saw it was about halftime. They were dominating the Vikings, and I went upstairs like, "What is going on?" And then, of course, yeah, the second half happened. I was like, "Okay, yeah. of course, I'm awake when this happens." Yeah, we don't have to talk about that season anymore. I thank don't. goodness
1: we have moved yes. past that. So, the thank guys you Jeff Saturday know. though. Yes. Thank, <laughs> thank you, you Jeff, Jeff Saturday. Zander. for, I'm still kind of mad though, that he, uh, I mean, we, and, and at the end of the day, it worked out. We got our guy, but like, yeah, we got Richardson. We had to freaking go beat the Raiders for no reason at all. But anyway, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with that being said, guys, let us know your thoughts overall on Anthony Richardson. Do you think he should start right away? Do you think he should maybe sit for a little bit behind whoever the quarterback would be, whether that's Gardner, Sam, whoever it would be, let us know your thoughts in the comments below, Matt. Thanks for coming
2: on, man. Always a pleasure. Yeah, thank you for having me. I always have fun popping up on here. Just talk Colts football. Just excited for the season. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Let's do
1: it. All right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. As always, guys, go Colts.
0: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine